Would you rather take a early running back or an early tight end in the first round of your dynasty drafts? All that more this episode of Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Kate Majuk. Follow her on Twitter at Kate Majuk. And Kate, it's Friday, so we're going to play a fun game of Would You Rather. I don't think I need to explain the rules to anybody in this one. Uh, but before we do that, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, I love, for those of you who don't know me, I love games. I love to win games. Um, and I, I love playing games. Even if I, even if I lose, I still just like to play for the game, but I just, I, I always so enjoy having the opportunity to play a little, would you rather? Cause it's a world of hypotheticals out there. We all it's know. It's the easiest game to understand as well, right? Like yeah. it's just, it's so simple. You just have to pick one. You just pick one and it, it's so easy, but I, I, regardless of how easy the game is, Marcus, I do plan to win, but, uh, that's that's totally not here or there, but the, this is going to be like the dynasty fantasy football edition of Would You Rather. Yes, Marcus, we've come up with some questions for our audience, uh, and we're going to be answering them for ourselves uh, regarding you know decisions, real decisions that you're going to have to make um, either in your dynasty startup drafts or maybe uh, some considerations that you're going to have to make when you're making trades within your dynasty league. So. Let's dive into it. Would you rather go early RB or early tight end in your startup drafts? And I feel like it's an easy question, but I want to remind everybody that when you go early tight end, you're probably getting uh, a pretty elite asset like a Mark Andrews, a Kyle Pitts, uh, you know, and maybe you're not necessarily getting that at the running back position. Let's say like we're at like the two, three turn and you have to pick. A running back or tight end? It's not even a decision for me. It's tight end all day long. Okay, okay. Once you crack that top five of like tight end rankings, you basically stay there for like five years. Like that's just the way this tight end position ranks. Like Mark Andrews, like once he had that breakout season, you're locked into being a top five dynasty tight end for basically the rest of your career. We've seen it with Travis Kelsey. We saw it with Rob Gronkowski. We even saw it with Jimmy Graham who – even when he was changing teams was still being valued as a top five tight end. So give me the tight end who can be an absolute difference maker in your lineup and who, for the most part I know is going to be a quality asset for five or more years. Yeah, that is actually way the, the way I lean as well. And it, like for, uh, you know, just reference for current dynasty ADP, basically the, the decisions that you might have to be making there are, Mark Andrews or Travis Etienne? Oh, I mean, it's not even close, right? Kyle Pitts or yes. Josh Jacobs? Like, Kyle those Pitts. are the players that you're sort of deciding between. And when you think about the lack of stability at the tight end position outside of that top four, which I'm going to include TJ Hawkinson in that mix, maybe tight end should. five with George Kittle. Um, but, like, outside of that, it's kind of like you're – basically in full agreement that you're going to just continually to take shots 
uh, annually at the tight end position in hopes that one of these players ends up having a breakout. So I'm actually in agreement there. Who's the last like tight end to be drafted, like as outside of the top 10 tight ends to all of a sudden become a top three or four guy. Like it, it just hasn't happened really in a long time. Even like Dallas Goddard, it's kind of been a slowly rising up the dynasty charts. He just hasn't really had one great season then instantly been there. Like it's, it just takes a long time for those guys to crack the top five. It does. And even like a a player like Evan Ingram, who had a, a, top five performance last year, um, you know, kind of really finally hitting his stride, got that extension with the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, tight end 10 uh, in this is kind of him and his prime, but it takes a lot to kind of crack that top tier tight end. And it, it takes a lot of uh, a lot of patience. So I, you know, my, my tendencies, you know, I, I'd prefer to secure that position and not really have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, given that like once you have one of those elite tight ends, they do tend to have some longevity. So let me ask you this. If you are going to draft an running back early in your dynasty, Jonathan, I'm talking like first, second, third round. I don't want to name the player, but like what type of running back are you looking for? Are you looking for the guy that's already established himself and that can maybe take another step. Are you looking for somebody who is, you know, a 22, 23 year old? Like what, what in your, an ideal world is the type of running back that you're looking for? I'm looking for a running back uh, that's on the younger side um, that uh, is maybe primed to take the next leap uh, via opportunity, or maybe it is just based on my player evaluation, like Damian Pierce, a great example of, of, that type of player for me that I have ranked extremely highly based on the player profile specifically and, and based on my projections of the Houston Texans taking a leap offensively um, and sort of projecting Pierce himself to take that next leap in terms of his pass blocking ability, in terms of his uh, you know receiving production. Sure. Um, I'm looking for those players that I think have the, the ability to jump a tier. Uh, in in the coming season, whether that means, you know, opportunity or otherwise. How about you? I want guys that I know are going to be involved in the passing game because at least it gives me a floor, right? I I just don't know any more of the running backs that only get, let's even say like 30 to 40 receptions a, a season of the guys that I want to target because I think their usage every game can be up and down. So I want the guys that are, hey, you're locked into getting six targets every single week. And I know that there's not a, a lot of those players out there, Kate, but, I mean, Tony Pollard, the Ramondre Stevensons, the Josh Jacobs, like we know that they're going to be involved in the passing game, and those are the guys that I want to target. Yeah, it, we know that, you know, especially for a running back, a target uh, is is just more valuable in terms sure. of fantasy projection than a, a running attempt in a standard scoring league. Obviously, there are leagues that do give you credit for, uh, you know, rush attempts and and touches, but – Generally speaking, in most of your standard scoring settings, you're gonna, you know, value those those targets and those yep. those receptions much more heavily. All right, Kate, let's talk about how you can value under or sorry unsigned players like a Dalvin Cook, like an Ezekiel Elliott, compared to other similar players in your dynasty leagues. Next. 
This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy host Vinny Iyer to provide you the absolute best fantasy picks every week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you the players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us in this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. This week, it's Devontae Adams and Patrick Mahomes. You know those guys. Are you looking to make a smooth turn in fantasy football snake drafts with the last pick in the first round and the first pick in the second round? You'll be guaranteed to have two of the surest performers by going all AFC West uh, with Raiders wide receiver Devontae Adams and Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Adams is an absolute safe floor. He put up monster numbers with the Raiders last year. And Patrick Mahomes, well, again, he's going to he's operate with both the highest floor and the highest ceiling among the standout luxury options at his position. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about having uh, each player be a perfect fit on your roster. It's the same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, uh, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part your vehicle needs the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. And let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. We want to thank you for making us your first listen every day. Every day is Kate and I will be back on Monday to continue to get ready for your fantasy football seasons. I believe, Kate, we're doing some training camp battles on Monday, so you guys are going to want to make sure you tune in for that. But today, we are talking about how you value some of these unsigned veterans. So, Kate, my question for you, would you rather sign an unsigned veteran running back, like a Dalvin Cook or an Ezekiel Elliott, or would you rather draft a player with a little bit lower ceiling like a – Roshan Johnson, like is Samaj P. Ryan. I, you know, a lot of uh, this kind of comes down to your overall team construction and your philosophy as a drafter. But generally speaking, I think this is this is sort of how we need to approach uh, this question in general. And the, the answer might not be the same for every single player, but I'm looking at age. I'm looking at history of touches, uh, like how many. How many miles are really on those tires? And is this a running back? You know, like, for example, Ezekiel Elliott, who's had much of his production as a rusher, um, as opposed to like an Alvin Kamara, right? Who's not a free agent. But like, comparatively, you you understand the difference between an Ezekiel Elliott, who's who's played more between the tackles versus an Alvin Kamara, who's had so much of his production as a touchdown scorer and a receiver, like, that that kind of is my my first step. What kind of running back is this? 
how many touches do they do they have on the the body because that can be a real indicator of how much left they have in the tank. Well, I would also say the role, right? Like, yes. It, it, let's use Ezekiel because you mentioned him. I think if he gets signed, his role is going to be a short yardage running back and a pass blocker and maybe a goal line back. While you might not get a lot of volume, you might still have a, a usable player if he's scoring a lot of touchdowns on the right team. Yeah, and, and definitely looking at that that sort of potential role. And again, you can't predict because these these guys are free agents. But yep. for me, I'm going to take the upside because a lot of these players I do think have a chance, maybe not necessarily at uh, a ton of volume at this point in their careers. But I do think that wherever they land based on their their standing, like these are still very talented NFL running backs, even if they're not at their their peak right these are running backs that i do project generally speaking to get some of those like you know very valuable touches like within the end zone within you know inside the five like those are going to be some touches that i think they're going to put uh you know set these these career veterans up for in the moments of success and you know mark like what is the long-term value? Like how much is Samaj Piran really going to contribute to a winning championship? I don't know, man. Like, but you know, a few touches from, from Dalvin cook in the end zone, every single game where, you know, he's, he's got the ability to, uh, you know, break off, uh, miss a forced tackle and, and get into the end zone. I'm going to, I'm going to take that upside. Uh, and I, I think that's, what it comes down to at the end for me is is chasing some of that upside. But if you've got a really volatile roster, that might be the point where you consider one of these options that you know are never going to probably rank in the top five in a given week, but who have a, a relatively safe floor. I'm avoiding the veteran running backs by any means possible. I, I, just because I've seen these guys, so many of them, at least in the last couple of years, like you'd be completely gone out of our you know our view in a year like Leonard Fournette right like I I wonder if I mean I know he worked out with the Patriots like I wonder if he's gonna play this year uh Todd Gurley signed with the Falcons a year later out of the NFL I would rather just Kate Gamble on I'll give you some names like Dalvin Cook being drafted as RB33 right now in, in the month of July I'll take Tank, Tank Bigsby who's going as RB37 more because you just don't know about what could potentially happen and I think there's a chance two years from now, Dalvin Cook is out of the league and looking for a job. So I will take the guy, the younger guy, with a little bit more, at least for me, I think some more long-term upside. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's fair. And it definitely, again, depends on at, at what point you are in your franchise, right? Like if you're in a a setting where you're in need of fantasy points right now because you're looking to take home that fantasy championship, well, then – you know, a, even a one-year loaner from a player like Ezekiel Elliott or Dalvin Cook, wherever he lands, that might be valuable to you. Like, for example, you you mentioned Todd Gurley was actually really productive, uh, you know, in, in a short time with the Atlanta Falcons and, and was pretty relevant to start his, his <laughs> the start. tenure, to start his tenure there. Um, and then it was gone, right? Like, it was like... It was, it was lightning quick, but... If you had Todd Gurley in in his season with the Atlanta Falcons, uh, you were 
Probably in the playoffs, thanks to that performance. It just it feels like it's a ticking time bomb. Like, okay, oh, it's always a ticking time bomb well, for sure. And, and that, and you don't even know like what the role is going to be. Let's say Dalvin Cook signs tomorrow with the Dolphins, right? Um, I think everybody would assume he would be the starter. But remember, they drafted Devin A. Chain. They like Raheem Mostart. They obviously like Jeff Wilson. There's a chance that Dalvin Cook signs there and he just gets 12 touches a game. And yeah, he's you know he has somewhat of an impact, but you never feel comfortable starting him. Or at least with somebody like Tank Bigsby, I could be like, you know what? Jacksonville spent a relatively high pick on him. If he becomes the starter at some point, if Travis Etienne goes down, I know I'm getting a guy that I feel really comfortable starting every single week. And I've got age on my side here. I, that's just what I would rather gamble on. I think it's fair. Okay. There's That's what I love about these would-you-rathers. Um I, I want to win them, but in the end, I guess there's really never any, no, I, any, any right answers. So you know what? We can both win in this yes. game, and that's fun. Uh, we've got one more would you rather here talking about injured players. And I'm kidding. I think we might differ on this one as well. We will get to that next. Welcome back to the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. We are talking some would you rather's Dynasty Strategy Edition. Kate, our last one here. Uh, would you rather draft a really often injured player like a Michael Thomas, or would you rather draft the player that has kind of one major injury coming back like a, what would have been Cam Akers last year or a Javante Williams this year? Uh, those guys maybe don't have the ceiling of a Michael Thomas who has been a wide receiver one before, but how do you, how do you kind of parse that out? Uh, I'm actually, I, I don't know where you're going with this, Marcus, but I'd prefer uh, to put my stock in the guy that maybe has had one significant injury um, that, you know, might be, might be a fluke, might not, you might not ever get back to a hundred percent, but sometimes there are these catastrophic injuries that happen in a player's career and, and then you're set, you know, like I, I, that's kind of my approach. But for instance, Michael Thomas, he's missed 40 games over the last three seasons. Like sure. There's, there's, there used to be upside. I don't know what that upside is. I, you know, like he's been managing lower body injuries. That's got to affect your conditioning to some degree. And who knows what kind of Michael Thomas we're going to be getting in sure. 2023. If he's actually healthy, like, you know, I would rather take the guy, you know, even like a JK Dobbins, uh, who, you know, had the torn ACL took a little while to get back into the swing of things. Even, you know, he's going to be heading into his second contract soon. I, I just, I would prefer to go with that one guy who maybe didn't have the, the cleanest rehab or, you know, maybe disappointed in those regards in hopes that there's still a, a pathway for some longer term success look at the running back position right now and you look at the top 10 guys right now in dynasty league football christian mccaffrey had that serious calf injury right Brees hall coming off the torn acl uh saquon barkley had the torn acl was that back in 2019 2020 right missed the whole year uh we have travis Etienne who missed his entire rookie season with the uh, was the Liz Frank injury. We had Nick Chubb who missed the whole season because he had a massive, massive knee injury at Georgia. Like we, even in the top 10, these guys are littered with, you know, players that have had one major injury, but have been able to overcome it, or at least trying to overcome that with the players that are, you know, constantly nicked up and you just can't rely on them. And I look at somebody like Mike Williams, who you and I both love. 
Mike Williams has really not missed more than a handful of games over the course of the last five years, but it's really hard to trust him week to week because you just don't know, okay, how injured is he really? I, I actually worry more about those players than the ones that have the catastrophic injury. Well, it, it that I, I think Michael Thomas or uh, Michael, Mike Williams. Oh my gosh. So many mics. Yeah. Uh, but like, he's a really good example. I think of why, you know, having these players that are, are, you know, maybe managing just like bumps and bruises all the time that can sometimes be more detrimental because it gets a lot more difficult to assess the start and sit component of yes. like, when can you predict that they'll be their best self? It gets a lot harder to do when you're always playing, but always kind of banged well, up. I'll, and I'll give you another example. Injuries. Like one of my favorite players in the league, Amari Cooper has never missed more than two games in a season ever, ever. And he's been really reliable about being on the field, but he's just one of these players. Like if he's on the injury report, he's just not going to perform that well this year. He just, he's kind of like this souped up car. He needs to be running at a hundred percent to be perfect. Right. Um, I would rather take the chance on somebody who I think if they are on the field and are healthy can perform as the wide receiver one or as a wide receiver one, rather than somebody who is going to be out there, but you don't feel great about. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think we're actually in agreement there. I know it's crazy, right? Are we, we, need more, spicy? we need more. Would you rather questions because these are really fun. It's really fun to get into some of these uh, debates. I got one more just really quickly before we go. Would you rather take the aging quarterback like a Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, or would you rather take the quarterback that we haven't even seen have like a startable game yet? Like a, I don't Damn know. That, well, Sam, Sam Howell's a great one, or Sam Howell, right? Because right now, again, on Dynasty League Football, you look at where Aaron Rodgers is being drafted, it's QB 23. Sam Howell's QB 27, who we don't even know is going to be if he's going to be the starter in Washington or not. Ugh, this this is, like, super hard because I do love Sam Howell as, as an asset, and I've got a lot of concerns about Aaron Rodgers. So you really hit me where it hurts, Marcus. Um, I, you know... It, I think it depends on, again, where your franchise is at. But generally speaking, um, I'm going to want to lean towards the upside, I think. Uh, and I noticed you put Russell Wilson and in that mm-hmm. tier conversation. I do think Russell Wilson's a little bit different because, right, his his leg hasn't been half out the door. Yeah, he, he's uh, a little it, different. I, I got a different a little one different. How about this one? How about the the starter that's on his way out? Versus the guy that we don't know if ever is going to start, like a Ryan Tannehill or a Hendon Hooker, who was drafted in the third round by the Lions. I'll take the starter. I, okay. Because at least you know you're getting something, right? Yes. Like, I, I want to know I'm getting something. And, you know, a lot of these times we, we do. Like, there are roster cloggers in Dynasty. And so much of the time we hold on to some players that – uh, we know realistically probably aren't going to do a darn thing in the league just because we are holding out hope. And which, by the way, I know that I'm speaking out both sides of my mouth because I said earlier that I don't want to take any of the guys that, the, you know, the, the veterans that are proven a little bit that you know are going to sign a deal. I'd rather take the upside running back. But I think with quarterbacks, it's different because there's just a chance Hennon Hooker is a backup for his whole career. Like, I mean, we've seen how many third round quarterbacks, Kate, have we seen 
get drafted and then just never have played. Like Matt Corral was a third round pick last year. We, we I, this is the first time we've mentioned him since he was drafted last year. Malik Wills could be out of the league. Uh, your guy Mason Rudolph was you know started a handful of games and then we never saw again, right? Like the third round quarterbacks are lucky to start a game in the NFL. And you know, for instance, like we we had Trey Lance. What what last year, uh, year before? What was he like? QB seven? Like yeah. that? He's sitting right now in dynasty startups as QB twenty two, and that's because yeah. he just. You know, we we projected him to get that opportunity and it never came. And I think that, you know, it, players like Trey Lance can sometimes be a cautionary tale to to just taking some of that production, you know, is coming because, uh, yes. you know, it you know, it, it's not easy to hold on to a role, but it's definitely not easy to to start one uh, yes. and, and earn it from the get go. So I'll take the safer road there. I, when it comes to quarterbacks, I'm I'm with you. But that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making us your first listen every day. Every day, or make sure that you tune in to Monday's show when Kate and I are going to be doing some uh, training camp battles. And I, we might even be talking a little bit about our guy, Sam Howell, here. I cannot wait to get into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go follow Kate on Twitter, at Kate Majuk. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. The podcast is free and available on all platforms. Check it out on YouTube. We will see you right back here on Monday, everybody.